Okay, if you had to choose between New York or Paris, what would it be? French graphic designer Varam Moratian has been pondering that. He's produced a book of prints called Paris versus New York, a tally of two cities. It's a collection of clever cultural comparisons side by side. Here's the world's Adeline Sear. Varam Moratian's book, Paris versus New York, is an affectionate tribute to the two cities he loves most. He grew up in Paris, but he often traveled to New York with his family, thanks to his mother's job. We had the chance to have a mom working at TWA, so I think travel is my first goal in life, to just work, to get some money, and then to get a plane ticket. Muratin did many transatlantic crossings, but when he turned 30, he decided to settle down in New York for a while. He'd been working on a graphic blog, witty comparisons of sights and scenes in New York and Paris. Then he decided to turn the blog into a book. Like the blog, it was called Paris versus New York, a tally of two cities. It's a take on an old book title. Exactly. It was a pun on the Dickens' great novel, which were actually based in London and Paris. So in a way, it was a new century kind of story to tell, and it was my story in a way. And Muratin was determined to tell his story to New York publishers. He went knocking on doors until someone paid attention. Paris versus New York became a book, and such a successful one, in France and in the U.S., that it's recently been released in an expanded coffee table version, the complete series of the two cities. The book presents New York images on the right-hand page and Paris images on the left. When I met Muratin in Boston, he showed me one of his favorite sets of images from the book, one that boils down the cultures of New York and Paris to creative emoticons. <laughs> So here we have a gray page on the left <laughs> with a kind of sour face, not a happy face, saying no. And on the New York side, uh, orange background with a yellow circle um, for the face and a very white grin, bright white grin saying yes. So tell me what that means. <laughs> it's a way of saying that it's amazing how even if it's crisis time or anything else, the optimism you can get in New York because of just the mood in general is about don't show too much of grumpiness. And the French want to say, I don't like this, a bit negative about things. But it's an attitude and doesn't mean to take it too seriously as well. So that's why there's a little caption under it saying, I love nothing, I'm Parisian. J'aime rien, je suis parisien. And the other one is for New York, never take no for an answer, which is actually something much more business-oriented. I think it's something I experienced many, many times, and I kind of like the two attitudes. I don't want to choose and saying, oh, I prefer the yes version. I like the fact that sometimes it can be hard to get something in Paris. The go-getter attitude of New Yorkers is something he saw firsthand after Hurricane Sandy hit the city in late October. Muratin was in town for a book signing, but that was canceled. So was New York's marathon. But the marathoners took part in a run in Central Park to raise money for Sandy's victims. And Muratin joined in. Muratin's book shows some of this upbeat spirit. For instance, a print showing two versions of workers on a break. New Yorkers are jogging, while Parisians 
or smoking. And there are many more winks at contrasts between the two cultures. There's the ultimate symbol of urban lifestyle, a cup of coffee. In Paris, a tiny cup of espresso. And in New York, a giant tumbler of Americano. To go. See also baguette versus bagel, can-can versus gaga, Marie Antoinette versus Madonna, and one of my personal favorites, an elderly woman hunched over a cane on the French side, facing her American counterpart, standing straight in a tracksuit. But Muratin says the idea is not to mock anybody or anything. It's not to say that what we have in Paris, you don't have it in New York and vice versa. It was a way of saying how the two were influencing each other. The main thing was also to be able to show something like a dialogue, something like a bridge between the two cities. This bridge also materializes with the tete-a-tete of two grand pianos meeting in the middle of the page. On the left, a black one with the name Debussy. On the right, a white one with the name Gershwin two composers who embody the spirit of Muratian's beloved cities. For the world, this is at Lindsay. We've got some of Muratian's witty images on our website, theworld.org. From the Nan and Bill Harris Studios at WGBH, I'm Marco Werman. Thank you for listening.